2: Yes, it is Friday, November 13th, 2020, 602 I think really the biggest news of the day, and it were not for these strange times, it would have been the biggest news of any day up until November 3rd, is that um, Operation Warp Speed is now going to be... Real in the sense of a vaccine that is 90 percent effective distributed to millions upon millions upon millions of Americans as early as soon as next month. This is what the president spoke about today in the Rose Garden, along with his vice president and secretary of health and human services. The media, the left, the Democratic governors criticized Donald Trump for saying this for the last several months. But it is now real. It is now true. Who turned out to be the liars? They did, not him. Of course, MSNBC and CNN cut away from that um, Rose Garden event today. Odd in the sense that the most important thing you would have thought to them was COVID, but it wasn't. It wasn't. They told us it was, but it wasn't. Getting rid of Trump. Was the most important thing, and I still to this moment believe that COVID was used and indeed um, paranoically weaponized to do several things to change what otherwise would have been an evident and obvious landslide for Donald Trump, whether it was. Torpedoing the economy or saying such things as Joe Biden said that the president is responsible for 200,000 deaths. Notice no media outlets ever cut away from Joe Biden asking, where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where's the proof that Donald Trump has 200,000 deaths on his hands or is responsible for 200,000 deaths? Even as they told us they wanted more from Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci. As Deborah Birx herself in March said, if we do everything perfectly, we could lose 200,000 Americans. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Did they ever ask that of Joe Biden? Did they ever cut away from Joe Biden? No. No. And now you understand what I mean or begin to mean when I talk about its weaponization for political purposes. And even today, even today, when you have a massive statement of massive effect in proportion. Tens of millions of Americans will be able to access a vaccine this year. This year. Next month is still this year. This year. They cut away from that. They cut away from that. It's your show, as I said, 602 They've done enough of telling you what to think. I want to know what you think. Let's start with um, Let's start with Doug in Maricopa. Hi, Doug. Welcome.
3: Well, good to talk to you again, Seth.
2: Thank you. You too, sir.
3: You know, you had uh, in your monologue, which was great as usual. Um, and this is kind of relating to that—that that, uh, basically the Democrats talk about all these evil things and intolerance of the right. Yet in life, the intolerance is almost exclusively on the left. Uh, um, as you know, I'm a professional artist, as is my wife and daughter, and so a very creative family. But we we operate in a realm um, that there are very many leftists and uh, liberals, and we have no problem with that. We we love them for who they are, and uh, whether in business or. Galleries or artists or it it matters not, and most of the conservatives that we know we have to operate almost in secret, you know <laughs> like like we have a disease, but uh we just we enjoy the person as the person uh we enjoy the quality of the creativity the art, and uh, i have I have paintings and artwork from liberals it doesn't matter if it's beautiful, it's beautiful. However, with the left...
2: That's a great sentiment. Think, it doesn't matter if it's beautiful, it's beautiful.
3: That's When it. you understand that's beauty. How the, of course, that's you have to understand right
2: beauty, thinks. right.
3: Yeah, that's how the right thinks. Mm-hmm. The left doesn't think that way. They think in terms of politics. You're evil if you're um, on the right. Um, they will literally not just say, I don't want to buy your uh, painting. They will operate and make halls and try to get you out of galleries uh, try to get you out of shows um and they'll talk uh, pr- pressure on the other artists to operate, so that's hence that's why we have to almost operate secrecy and to show if the tolerance where the true tolerance is, the left never has to hide it is the right that has to be discretionary uh because the intolerance of the left uh my daughter was um in you know renting a room from a woman who was a leftist in a very liberal part of the country. And uh, this woman broke down and had a severe leg injury. Now, my daughter took almost three months of her life uh, to nurse her, and she's just her roommate, and she thought she was a good friend. And that cost her tens of thousands of dollars lost production and sales because she was helping this human being. And we didn't think of it in terms of a liberal. We thought of it as humanity. Uh, She by accident found out, and her brother, who's a radical, uh, this other woman's uh, injured woman's brother, also a radical leftist. They found out that uh, my daughter was a conservative, and they literally kicked her out of the house and gave her a week or two to live. We literally had to drive up and get her out of there. Zero tolerance. Um, no, my daughter.
2: Because being a conservative is more dangerous to your health than leprosy. That's right. No, it is and to so, the left. It yeah, is. Yeah. It yeah, is. I know. It's, so it's her, to speak conservative values is violence. To not speak liberal values is violence. And to be a conservative is to be of ill mental health that is a danger right. to the community. They believe that. Okay.
3: That's right. And so you can be kind, you can nurture and spend tens of thousands of dollars, a 30 year year, 25% of your year. To help this soul, no gratitude, yep. right. only anger and hate uh, for a different political view, and uh, I could go through dozens of stories like that. But it, the point is, the the proof of where the intolerance is, is 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 the left afraid to express itself, and no, it is not. And so that's right.
2: And is, nor 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 do we put them. In fear of expressing themselves. No. Nor do we try to stop them from expressing themselves. To wit, the Federalist Society, I mentioned it earlier, it's where Samuel Alito gave a big speech last night, and it gets condemned, and the society gets condemned. The society gets condemned as some kind of right wing uh, secret club. It's not. Their biggest events, their most popular events, their most widespread events, you know what they are? They are debates. They are debates. It is more of a debating society almost than anything else. We give the left opportunity after we seek debate. We seek engagement because we think a lot of us do that we can beat them on that stage. They now tell us the woke view now is don't engage in debate. That that itself is a form of oppression because it's giving the conservative or the right winger or the Republican a platform. Hence the word if, deplatforming. Go ahead. Sorry.
3: No, that's no. Everything you're saying, I'm I'm just ditto, ditto, ditto over here. Um, there you can tell they would not fear an opposing thought that they know our argument is solid and good, or they wouldn't try to cancel it. Right. The way they win. Right.
2: Why well, take the, our books off the shelves? Yeah. Why would they do that? That's right. If we were, and then call us book state. burners,
3: <laughs> and then call yeah, us, and the call book. us right, book burners. Right, that's right. 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 Yeah. And, and if if truly we were what they said we were, um, they would want everything written uh, to have everybody read what we read. Because Absolutely we right. Really oh, ourselves. that's a
2: great point, Doug. That's a yeah. really good point. If we were as bad as they say we are, you would think they would want it out in the open so they could cite to it, chapter and verse. That's right. Instead, they, every they silence us it. and tell us, and tell the rest of the world what they think we think.
3: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it would be the perfect example of the hate. Instead, it's not. Right. We love and we embrace people. Uh, I sent my my son to George Mason University years ago, and spent many dollars because there was a, a one of the best chairman of the economic departments. I wanted him to tootle under. And his name was Walter Williams. I was going
2: to guess, yeah, yeah, Yep. Yeah.
3: And and the fact that he was black had nothing to do with my admiration for the man. Right. It was because of the man and his libertarian principles. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And no, the he's left the doesn't understand. One that. of the greats. The left will never yeah. get it. They'll never understand. They don't get it. 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 And they will. And they, yeah, they'll never. Doug, what a great call. Yeah. Crack on, Take buddy. Care, sir. Talk to you soon. Sunny days, sunny days. We're going to have a little bit less of that. The mornings are cold. Winter's upon us. You want to keep your immunity boosted and your health at its optimum. You do that with Balance of Nature just once a day. That's it. Vegetarian capsules once a day, all organic. And if you don't like swallowing capsules, they're easy to open and sprinkle onto some other food or in drink if you prefer to take it in that form. I take it every day, and it has kept me from getting sick. Bananas, blueberries, oranges, pineapples, papayas, spinach, broccoli, garlic, cayenne, pepper. Great, powerful, potent stuff. They have a great deal. Free shipping. I love the free shipping. And 35% off any new preferred order of their fruits and veggies, which is what I take. So give them a call at 800 246 or go to balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. This looks good. Rick in Phoenix. Hi, Rick
1: my friend, Seth. How are you? Well, I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for taking my call.
2: Uh-huh. You bet.
1: I I uh, just want to thank you for the powerful exposition that you have done today on what I think is one of the key uh, uh, challenges of our day, and that is the battle between truth and lies. Mm. It seems to me That in answer to your question uh, a couple of segments ago, that what is happening is that the left and the Democrats are taking a big dose of Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals in the use of these inflammatory and derogatory terms for conservatives. That does two things. First of all, it denigrates the conservatives in the minds of a lot of people. Most of us, of course, know that it's not true, but for a lot of people, it denigrates them. And secondly, it deludes the evil of those who truly are those things.
2: Yes, of course. It vitiates it. It waters it down. It renders evil um, not evil.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so they accomplish both of those things, and both of those things can be accomplished using Alinsky's rule because of the state that we find our culture in. And that is a state where over the last many years we have created a population, and you've talked about this a lot, and I appreciate that. We need to keep it up. Uh, we have created a situation where much of the population just doesn't have an effective ability to reason or to understand. And so as these lies are repeated over and over and over and over again, they come to believe that these lies are true. And it's like you have pointed out from... That series, Chernobyl.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, eventually, the, the opening quote. Co- the opening quote. What is the cost of lies? It's not that we'll mistake them for the truth. The real danger is that if we hear enough, enough lies, then we will no longer recognize the truth at all. Who's ever going to recognize a Nazi again or right. a fascist?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I? That, or a constitutional I, crisis? Right, right. And I think scarily that is where we are. And so, as you have been doing and all of us on the conservative side need to pound away at the truth and repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And as as uh our one of our mentors said, never 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 give up.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, look, the manipulation of language has a long history, obviously. Uh, yes. we, we know this uh, from Orwell. We know it from the way particularly communist uh, societies, communist countries have used it. Um, we, know, we know it and we talk about it a lot. Yes. I, but for some reason, it still doesn't take hold here. We don't. I guess we think it's not possible here. I guess that's, that's the thing. We think it's not possible here. So when we got off in the 50s in a concern for communism in America, we perhaps had the wrong leader that may have tainted the effort in Joe McCarthy. Um, But he wasn't the only leader. He may have been the most prominent in the first, but he was short-lived, by the way. Yeah. And it, it it may have it may have served as a um, it may have served as as easily dismissible because, you know, he, he just wasn't um, as credible as we would have wanted him to have been. Yeah. But the effort itself was serious and a lot was unveiled and a lot turned out to be true and concerning, whether it came from the Venona papers or, or you name it. Um, but a lot of us never gave up that fight. Whitaker Chambers. William Buckley. I mean a lot. the names would take up the entire show of people who, who waged that. And in DC right now is something called the Victims to Communism Memorial. I, yeah. I don't know who, I don't know how many people take it seriously. Yeah. but the manipulation of language, thought, the use of um, psychology and psychiatry, Uh, to oppose politics uh, you disagree with. All of this has come to the fore. All of these badges and marks and tools of communist societies, pardon my sniff, it's the uh, (laughs) sometime antiseptic stuff they use here. Yeah. I got a comment the other day from a listener that said, please please just use a Kleenex. Well, it's it's whatever it is. It's it's an allergic reaction. It's hard. I'm doing my best not to offend. So I, I apologize in advance. I thought they said please lay off the coke. No. <laughs> they didn't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: But we take Invedium, this No, Invedium but my point is we know about
2: things. this stuff. We know about it and yet yeah. and yet I'll tell you what. The left knows about it too. Yeah. And they take it more seriously than we do. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. They take it more seriously than we do. They deploy it. I told you about my friend went to college with we had a Professor of political science in our intro to poli sci class, who was a big, big Alinsky fan. He and I somehow managed to survive and become conservatives. He went off into the Marine Corps, fought in uh, the second Gulf War. And he was looking at some training exercises about three months ago in uh, I think it was in Nevada, somewhere in the southwest anyway. And he says, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, those I recognize that. That's what we were doing in the Gulf War. Just as I recognize what's going on in the streets today, as what they were trained for from professors like we had in Intro to Poli Sci, wow! These things do matter. They do yes. train. Yes. They do train. And um, I just wish we'd take it as seriously as they do. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank Seth. you, Rick. God bless. God bless you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. If you're thinking about selling your home, I want you to call my good friend James Wexler of JMG Real Estate. He is a good friend, and I've had a lot of other good friends who've used him and sing his praises highly. He is the number one selling individual agent in Arizona who guarantees to sell your home at market value or pay the difference. He can also make you an upfront guaranteed offer within 24 hours of reaching out to him. If that's more convenient to you. So if you are selling or thinking of selling your home, give James Wexler a call at 480-386-0711 or visit him online at jameswexler.com. James Wexler, W-E-X-L-E-R dot com. John's in Peoria. Hello, John.
4: Hello, Seth. How are you, sir?
2: I'm well, sir. How are you?
4: I'm doing good. Guess where I'm
2: heading. Somewhere to eat, I hope.
4: Yeah, Texas Roadhouse. It's a Texas Roadhouse
2: night. Excellent. Is that every Friday? Is that that every Friday?
4: No, not every Friday. I'm meeting up to the bar with a a good friend, and uh, we're going to commiserate about what's going on here. Okay.
2: Uh, One of these days when things clear up, we should all we should put together a listener. Well, it has oh, to be yeah, unofficial. Be this bad is bad. where this is where uh, Jim Ryan's vein starts popping. Stop it, Seth. Stop it, Seth. <laughs> Just because we have liability issues, but we should we should informally, having nothing to do with this show, have some kind of meal together with those that are interested.
4: Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, the, that's a good planning event. Yeah,
2: but um, organize I, I it on the Gallagher it. show I, I, or call Gallagher. Organize it on the Gallagher show, and then I think I won't be in trouble, because it won't be a, an official 960 a.m. thing.
4: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so I, I, I called, um, I'm heading down, and your last caller, what an eloquent gentleman. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyhow, uh, except for that one comment about your sniffles there i started
2: laughing oh yeah but, uh, I, it's uh, it's i know it it's upsetting to some and i just i hate to be upsetting to people it just there's we use a certain industrial cleaner that i you know it just makes me sniffle a little that's all it is yeah and
4: that, uh, i'm sorry you're
2: having that uh, you're playing <laughs> <with> that. Uh, <laughs> I remember I told you I put you in
4: the pantheon. You're the, in the pantheon now. I, I think I've changed it to the pantheon of professors. Oh,
2: you know? well, thank so, you, thank you.
4: And and it goes to the point too. You know, we were talking before about the Untermensch thing and
2: that. Yeah, thing, yeah, making us outside the realm of legitimate uh, or even uh, having a, a, a yes, right, a, a, an opportunity. But they keep
4: doing it. Yes, them. of course they do. They keep doing it. Yeah, one part of them says. One, for, oh, let's have unity. Right. Then, then the other part that's trying to really do control the leftist, uh, a communist part. I'm, I'm going to call them communist.
2: Well, they call right? us far but right anyhow, and, and fascist. So you know, one of us is right. Exactly. Might as well use it.
4: So, if they truly meant unity, they would come to us and say, "Okay, look, okay, you supported Donald Trump. All right, we understand you did. We disagreed with him a lot." But we're not going to, you know, oh, let's try to come together. We're not going to call you horrible like you've been called by some people. And I think about, here's one person that gives me a little bit of hope. I don't know if you heard Joe Manchin. Yes. Talking yes, a little bit of hope. Family.
2: I agree with that. A little bit of hope. Yes.
4: Just a tad of hope because yep. I truly thought to myself, here's a, he's on the other side of the fence, but he's just one of so few now. Yeah. There used to be a lot more There like used him, to be. They They purged them, too. Two.
2: Yeah, no, they purged them, most of them out as well. Yeah. Yeah. It might be interesting to make a list. It probably wouldn't have to be long, to be quite honest with you, um, of what Joe Biden might say if he were serious about unity. If he were serious about us, we all being Americans and not enemies. And, you know, it might, it might start with something like we've all been guilty of exercising our rhetoric too much, labeling our opponents, including myself. I'm going to stop doing that. And if I do it or slip, call me out on it and I'll apologize. I'm going to ask others in our party or in our movement or even in an opposition party who are making lists of people who say they shouldn't get jobs or employment or exercise their First Amendment rights or their Fifth Amendment rights because they supported someone of the opposite party. I'm going to tell them to, I'm telling them now, stop it. I want no truck with that in this in this presidency, if it becomes the presidency. Um, he He could say things like that. He could, and it wouldn't cost him anything, but he hasn't, and he won't, because he still depends on it. I think I lost John. No, uh, No, uh, there uh, you are. Yeah. No, I'm there. No, I I I
4: I, I was listening to that and I thought to myself, that's a beautiful way to put that. It wouldn't be hard if he if he
2: meant it. It wouldn't be hard. I got to take a quick break. You can hang if you want. You can come back. We got plenty of calls, but plenty of time. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. That was a quick silencing of Reba. John and Peoria, thanks for waiting. Okay, that's better. There you go. Hi, John.
4: Uh, Hello, Seth. And and it was funny because you had uh, one of your um, sponsors, uh, Solar Sandy. Uh, We patronized her. Oh, good. Pretty soon we'll be, yeah. And uh, she's got something for you from me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I gave her something
2: to give to you. Thank you. Know, so. <laughs> I have a yeah, feeling I so. might know what it is, but thank you. Thank you. Well,
4: oh, okay, and this is a
2: different one. Okay, so good. good, 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 good. Uh-huh. Good. Thank you. But anyhow, three things Joe Biden three things Joe Biden could say if he were serious about unity. We're all going to try and yeah. toe down the rhetoric. I'm going to start with myself, and if you catch me saying things again like my opponents are are far right, call me on it and I'll apologize as I do now. Those making lists of supporters of our opponents, they're Americans. They don't deserve to be put on any list they don't want to be put on. They shouldn't surrender their First Amendment, Fifth Amendment, or any other rights for being Americans that have a different opinion than I do. I'm going to do my best to earn their opinion, and if I fail, then that's what American democracy is about. And finally, finally, we are not going to call it anything short of the exercise of legal rights— when people exercise their legal rights, whether it's about an election or anything else, using our court system fairly and appropriately is not a constitutional crisis in and of itself. He said those three things. I'd begin to believe him about unity until he says those three things I don't. That's
4: right. A hundred percent and exactly like, uh, um, um, oh, I'm a I'm mind block here. Um, Levin, Mark Levin said, look, there's 71 million of us and a good percent of it, percent, percentage of us are not going to believe in this unity thing or are not going to fall in line until something, just like you said, happens. And I, You know what? I, I wish in a beautiful world something like that would happen.
2: No kidding. And it's not hard. You wouldn't think it would be hard. You wouldn't, right? You wouldn't think it would oh. be hard.
4: <laughs> but here's the problem. You got these people, and you talked about Saul Alinsky. You got these people, you talked about Saul Alinsky. And uh, uh, they, they are to the point where some of them are truly not nice people, and I don't think they ever even let him do that. So I'm, I'm, I, I feel a little bit pessimistic. But I'm going to try to feel optimistic and I'm going to let you go and I'm going to wish you well and tell you God bless you for everything that you do for us.
2: God bless you, John. Thank you. Enjoy your meal. Thanks for all your kind words and smart thoughts. Uh, Rick in Phoenix. Hi, Rick.
0: Yes, sir. I'd like to make two points okay. on this wonderful Friday. Um well, three. First of all, if I can't listen to you every once in a while, I may do a terrible thing to myself and end it all. I'm 79. <laughs> what would I lose? Oh. In years. But we really need you. Thank and you. Please take care of yourself.
2: I'm, I do. I thank you very much. That means the world to me. I, I, Honestly. I really, that's a very kind thing to say. Thank you.
0: Okay. One of the political points I wanted to make is how ingeniously our loyal opposition has used this crisis of the covid, which i I like trump's china virus, yeah sure yeah you know, if if you prefer,
2: yeah, and, sure either and, yeah I, I listen I, th- yeah, I mean mm-hmm. call it what it is, mhm-, we called it a Hong and, kong flu <laughs> in the sixties we can call this what it is,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, we had uh Maybe an accident in that town, in that city where they had the labs. Wuhan, yeah. Wuhan. And maybe um, it got out, and maybe they said, hey, we were going to do this anyway. Or this is not a bad idea. We can make people use mailing ballots when they get to their election over there. Uh, We could ruin the economy with it. And maybe eventually we could wipe them out and make them totally dependent on a new world order controlled by China and the worst elements of Soros and and Belgium or wherever, wherever they have the Euro, Euro uh, center where these people are not never elected. They're commissioners or commissars, and they run Europe without any democracy. They're all running this world, and they can destroy us with COVID if we're dumb enough to let them. Uh, in other words, the virus might have taken off with a bat, from one of their laboratories, but they let those people pour into the United States while they block the city from any transit out to inner China. That means they knew what this would do. And if you look at the genius of these uh, uh, New World Order people and their stooges here in the United States, they have used it to the nth degree and i have i have to hand hand it to them my second point before we run out of TGIF is that oh gosh come on help me with this uh set you know where i'm going
2: uh, i'm uh, trying no,
0: you know, I'm, okay i'm Rushed. using telepathy yes that's where i i need you um the uh <laughs> <laughs> the um I did the Corona thing.
2: Yes. Well, let me and, say that. Let me say yes, this sir. about your second point. And maybe it'll remind you of your third. Yes,
0: sir. Um,
2: we know China was complicit here, one way or the other. They were complicit, and we know a few other things about China. We know how they rule. We know how they maintain power. We know that it is a society that uses. It's a society that uses slave labor right now. That disappears families and dissidents. We know about. The way it crushes dissent and opposition, uh, whether it's in um, Xinjiang or whether it's um, whether, you know, this is who they are. This is a classic, terribly oppressive Maoist regime. There's a reason the Dalai Lama hasn't visited his (laughs) birthplace his entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, We know this. We know something else. We have talked about it for years and years with other countries, and that's to be afraid of biological warfare. What would biological warfare look like? I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it Uh at that. Now, I'm not convinced that this was deliberate. I do know that they deliberately lied. I know that they deliberately kept us out. I know that they deliberately misled. I know that they were uh, deliberately... um, Uh, deliberately corrupt with the World Health Organization about it. I know that. But I don't know why we theoretically wear ourselves out talking about rogue regimes and biological warfare and then sit around and wonder what, what that is. It could be. It could be this. The whole point I'm trying to make is whether it is or isn't, whether it was a deliberate or undeliberate thing it was seized upon and used for the most male- malevolent of purposes and it was weaponized of course it was weaponized to put the american people in an extraordinary panic and to torpedo our economy about that there can be no question Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I um, encourage you, if you haven't already, take a look at Balance of Nature by going to balanceofnature.com. I take it every single day to get over 10 servings of 31 different fruits and vegetables. That's part, that and exercise is a big part of how I do take care of myself. Balance of Nature is the most efficient whole food supplement on the market. They have a great deal of free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of their fruits and veggies. It guarantees you full wholesale pricing for the entire term you're with them. Call them at 800 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code BALANCE. It's your show here on out, folks. I want to know what you're thinking. Ken is in Phoenix. Hi, Ken. Hey, sir. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good. Good.
5: So um, my my the reason I was calling is I consider myself fairly tuned in. I have uh, the TV on Newsmax and uh, used to be Fox News. I still tune in for some of the shows on there, but uh, the reason for my call was that I – After what happened in Pennsylvania, I am still uh, wondering what's going on here in Phoenix and why there's not more transparency. At least I can't find the information anywhere. Um, I keep seeing the, the margin... Decreasing for a lot. IDC. A lot of it has been
2: covered on Twitter uh, or um, the AZ Central website. the The last uh, uh, ballot drop will be in about three minutes, and then we're all done what, in, in Maricopa what is, County. What,
5: and how many ballots are left? Any idea?
2: Uh, I, th- I think I. So the last thing I saw was, and it could I. You know what? I'm going to say a number that someone will tell me is wrong, so I shouldn't say. Um, but it's evidently from what I'm told, not enough to make a difference.
5: Okay. Well, they've been saying that from the beginning and it just makes me, you know, with what happened in Pennsylvania, uh, just, I'm wondering why it's taking them so long.
2: Well, I'm just not the expert here on this, but I will tell you the Trump attorneys, uh, except for, I think one or two remaining suits have dropped most of their claims at this point. Um, for lack of the ability to uh, show enough evidence. What, I, I, what happened in Pennsylvania, as I understand it, is not the same problem that we had uh, been litigating here in Arizona. On uh, There's a lot in Pennsylvania that wasn't the case here, as it turns out, based on what the Trump campaign attorneys are saying. Uh, Ken, so that's the best I can do. Um, Arizona may just not be the, um, the happy... Um, the happy spot we were hoping it would be. And we're going to have to come to terms with that and work harder. I have some thoughts on that, too, when we come back. six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero.